Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students of the Upper School. I'm joined today by our middle school leadership team, two of the most blessed and amazing people around, our principal, Todd DeVoe. Todd, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And our assistant principal, Christy Ellis. And I always have to be careful around you because we get really sarcastic together really fast. It's true. So we'll get we'll, we'll try to keep it reasonable today okay. so people don't change the... Uh, okay. So before we get going too much here, I mean, Christy, um, you know, some people might think you just really love Texas. I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. It's a great place. But today is also Spirit Week. That's why you're I all mean, decked out in the normal, Texas gear. But I do. Maybe... Yeah, but this is my well, I don't know, you know, yeah. So it's it's what country Western Day today, I think. It's is country part of them. versus country club. Oh, gotcha. Yes, I left okay. my clubs at home today, but you know, <laughs> but that's rare. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so so I that's good. I like I really like Thank it. Thank you. Um, uh, maybe you both could talk a little bit first about um, what brought you to Santa Fe and how long you've been here. Well, I can bring on the sarcasm too. Well, so, I mean that is true. I mean, yeah, um, I am. A middle to be school a little, you have to be a little spicy. But, I think, yeah, I was going to say, right. it's sort of a requirement for the job, I feel like, in middle school. So uh, I, I came here um, 10 years ago from Houston, Texas. Um, my, my wife always said that she would, uh, she would live in one of three places, either uh, Florida, Orlando area specifically, or Houston, or Southern California. So when this opportunity came about, um, I said, you know, Ruthie, why don't you go ahead and look look online and see what you think? So she Googled it, and she looked up, you know, Solana Beach. She looked up Santa Fe Christian, and she started watching videos. Um, and uh, I looked over, and I saw that she was crying. And I was like, okay, well, we're not going to Solana Beach, right? Um, no, but she, she actually said, this is where I want my kids to go to school. Wow. Um, and, wow. and I was just sold from that point on, besides, you know, the crazy interviewing process across the country. Um, but we, we've been blessed to be here ever since. Well, we're blessed to have you and you. Uh, and having gotten to be around both your kids, one of whom is still coaching with us now sure as, a, as a graduate, mm -hmm. uh, but they're both they're both incredible. Yeah, so thank you. Uh, you've done an awesome job. You're going to have to tell me your tricks on that, but that's another podcast. Yeah, have them go to Santa Fe Christian. Okay, um, <laughs> good, good. We start, that's, we've started that's well. <laughs> yeah. And then Christy, I know we've done this a couple times before, but just because some people are, are listening or watching for the first time, mm -hmm. uh, how about yourself? So I came to Santa Fe. I've been working with Todd in this capacity since 2019, mm -hmm. um, but joined the faculty in 2017 in a really part-time capacity. And then my kids have been here. Um, my oldest came in 2019 as a freshman in the upper school, and then I brought the other two in middle school once I saw the magic that was happening there. So Yeah, awesome. And yeah. also three tremendous kids that I've gotten Thanks. to be around a little bit. Current yes. captain of the cheer team, if I will, if I do say so. Babysitter extraordinaire. I wasn't going to go you've there. You've got but a she, few. I know she, you've got a, well, got a few. Well, she is the first. She is kind of the first one, though. Mm. But she's busy a lot. If I could lodge a complaint, I mean, like, I'll, like, I'll do my best. Like, the most rejection I have in life is from your daughter when we ask her to babysit. Like, that is all of my resiliency right now is just from that interaction over the last couple of years. But we do what we this can is to where grow, the sarcasm might. comes in. <laughs> but she is fantastic. So, um, look, I always say, as an upper school person, how grateful I am for you two in the middle school because I think, you know, it, it's a. It's probably a common joke you hear a lot. I mean, middle school is a very interesting time in yeah. in the lives of, I mean, you get 
these little sixth graders yeah. that that really are i mean they look little sometimes they right are. i mean mm-hmm. part of what's interesting is actually the disparity in how they look oh totally but you have some little ones and then you graduate them to the upper school when you know they're now young getting close to young adults really yeah. so um it's a fascinating time i'd love to start with you know what is it that you're hoping for when you get a young sixth grader that by the time they're a eighth grader graduating, hmm. they've gained or they've been changed? It's a great hmm. question. That is. I, I think the most important thing is that they develop their identity in Christ. Um, that's the most important thing. But the reality is, you know, by eighth grade, that's not going to be fully formed. Sure. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're making great progress, you know, through... <clears throat> through amazing teachers, through the, through our programs, through our retreats, um, you know, kids just got back from Catalina Island, our eighth graders, and and just the the stories that I'm hearing about them, just you know, going up to the cross in in tears, um, <clears throat> just just wrestling with God, and it, it's just so it's so wonderful for them to have that opportunity. I mean, so that's that's the most important thing. Yes, of course, we're going to be teaching them academics too. You know, we're going to teach them math and science and English and, and history. Um, but really, it's the the mentorship of the teachers that pouring into them and developing their identity in Christ. That's really what it's all about. Um, so, I totally agree, and I, I I think back to even being in middle school myself, and I I think forming really amazing relationships, trusting the teachers that they have in their lives is really important and. Uh, just helps their identity formation as they go forward. Um, and I think just security. Like I want students to graduate out of our middle school feeling secure, as secure as you can when you're 13, um, because it can be a pretty disruptive time. I was just thinking of the song Bridge Over Troubled Water. <laughs> and that's kind of what middle school is. So um, Todd's words brought that out in They you. did. That's they made just, me... Wow, Todd <laughs> I have is this impressive. song going in my head. We're a bridge. We're a bridge over <laughs> troubled water. Um, so I, I just think, yes, kids who are connected with the adults in their lives, because the adults that we have in our middle school are so special, um, and kids who are beginning to understand what they have to offer um, is a huge part of middle school. And so we do that in a number of ways that we can talk about later. But uh, I, I mean, the fact that you use the word security, I mean, I think, you know, I'll speak for myself, but I think a lot of people would associate middle school with insecurity. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Mean, it, it, it's just ripe for you know, so mm. much is changing with yourself mm-hmm. around you, your friends. I feel like, gosh, every other month it's like, you know, something's massively different in middle school. So what are the things you do to help kind of nurture that feeling of security? Well, our faculty is like the number one thing um, in our partnerships with parents. I think um, our goal is to reflect back to them the goodness that they have to offer um, and to pull forward things that, um, you know, that I'm struggling here with the words. <laughs> it's a big question. It, it is. I, I think that programs like our advisory program yeah. mm-hmm. that are, are closer to one-on-one and our advisory program has, you know, anywhere from 11 to 14 kids per advisory. Mm-hmm. It's a single gender. So like our sixth grade boys will have a male faculty member that mm-hmm. they work with on a daily basis, four days a week. Um, and, and they're talking about, you know, deep questions and they're talking about their identity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think um, that security comes from having an adult advocate that you know that every mm-hmm. child knows that they can trust um, you know to to guide them um, and, and help them navigate this you know tumultuous time 
And I, I would, in, in addition to that, I'd say it's the partnership with parents. Uh, we just left a sixth grade coffee, and these parents, you know, a lot of them have never had a sixth grader before. We've had 25 years of them. So, you know, we, we partner with them to walk alongside and help them navigate and communicate with their kids as they, uh, as they go through this period. And goodness, you mentioned the, the difference between, you know, these little sixth graders and these big eighth graders. I mean, every year I go to the, the fifth grade uh, promotion. So these little fifth graders, I promote them to sixth grade. And then I go to the eighth grade graduation. And then I'm going to the senior. It, it is mm -hmm. unbelievable the transformation that takes place, uh, you know, just just developmentally, just for their own growth. But what happens in the classroom here at this school with these teachers and these mentors and these retreat experiences and mission experiences really transforms yeah. them just to, to the depths of their soul. Mm -hmm. So um, we're, we're just shooting for a little bit of security um, because we, we <laughs> yeah. know how challenging sure. it can security -ish. be. Security-ish. But, but the, the goal... Secure-ish by right. the time they leave. The, the goal is growth in security. Yeah, right. um, you'll, yeah. You won't find a single eighth grade secure yeah. individual, but um, you know we're, we're shooting for growth yeah. and, and we do that pretty well and in a lot of different ways. And our electives too. We, we have how many... We have over 40, 40 distinct Gosh. electives, wow. like 75 different sections of electives wow. in the middle share, school cause, alone. Because you have some pretty unique and, and cool ones in the yeah. middle school. Can you share? We have just forensics. Yeah. yeah so forensic if a, a middle schooler ever asks you for a strand of your hair, that's okay. it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I feel like I've not tapped into that enough in the upper school. Like yeah. if we have, you know, a caper. Or a yeah. uh, hey, you know, someone did it. Like, oh, could I come to forensics? Yes, you could, and be like, you know, <gasps> real hey, world we're trying applicability, to solve the mystery we're, we're of the always you looking know, the for capers, whatever. And that, <laughs> like, we should do that. Already, so, you know, yeah. That's, anyway, sidebar. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. forensic science. We have. Uh, I'll just go th sort of through different fields, sort of genres of electives. But like in science, we have um, we have engineering, um, we have forensic science, we have marine biology, which is a big favorite. Mm -hmm. um, in the arts, we have a million uh, broadcast, uh, painting, drawing, sculptures new this year. Wow. Um, we have uh, acting, improv theater, director's workshop. Uh, current events. The, the current events, the leadership opportunities in terms of mm -hmm. student council, as well as uh, new, new this year. It hasn't happened yet. It's going to be, I think, next quarter is do-it-yourself leadership. So it's going to be sort of a combination of, of service and outreach for our community, but also a do-it-yourself, almost like a work, work, wood shop type yeah, thing. Cool. Um, so uh, Mr. Trumbull is, is heading that up. A few new ones also that he's uh, come up with that he's teaching this year are um, really exciting. It's it's sort of a trio that that's all all mixed up. So any two of these, so it would be entrepreneurship, marketing, and awesome. personal finance. Wow. So cool. my you okay. know any two of those is going to be paired up in uh, three different offerings. So it's it's really cool. Um, then there's so many more. I mean we have uh, football, uh, we have basketball, <laughs> we have coed volleyball. Um, we have beach games. We have awesome. girls PE Espanol, games, boys France. PE games, Spanish, French. <laughs> um, math Band. problem solving is really popular yeah, for our kids that are yeah. super into math. Mr. Yeah. Maxson just helps them just dive really deep into mathematics and problem solving. Yeah. Um, I, I mean... A lot. Can I take the do-it-yourself one? I know. <laughs> Come on, you know, and I'll take the finance one. I'm embarrassed to say there's probably some skills. I have a toilet that runs right now. Like, would I learn how to fix that in that class? Or if not, could I have one of the kids just come fix it? For we me? can do that. Okay. We can do that for you. Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That will save me some cash. 
Yeah. So, and, uh, and there are many more. Yeah, I just haven't mentioned and lots of ways for kids to sort of find out, you know, a little bit about their identity, the way the skills that they're that they're, um, you know, are inherent to them or to develop some new ones that, you know, give them a little bit of confidence. And uh, Mm -hmm. so that's that's pretty cool. We we really discovery discovery. Yeah, it's exploration. It's it's seeing what they love and just as important, seeing what they really don't like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So that's it's part of the identity formation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned uh, you mentioned some of the trips. You've already mentioned the retreat, eighth grade to Catalina, for example. Um, I know there's some trip opportunities as well in the middle school. I think your seventh graders go to Tucson. They sure do. I've heard do. a lot. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that experience, but I know that's, that's pretty transformative. And, and we send a group of seniors, actually, to help yeah. lead that because they loved it so much as seventh graders. But yeah. talk a little bit about that experience. Tucson is is an unbelievable experience, and it's it's funny – I think you were doing a podcast with Global Ministry earlier, and so that's much more exotic, like Nepal, and, and, all, and we're like we're going to Tucson. We talked um, <laughs> K twelve in our in our okay. thing, just you know, just so you know. It's just a funny thing when people go, "You're going on a mission trip to to an outreach service trip to Tucson," and you know, Tucson is one of the uh, one of the cities in the United States with with some of the largest needs. Um, one of the largest homeless populations. They have a huge refugee and, and immigration population there. And so we get to take these 12-year-olds to Tucson to do work projects all over the city. Um, some of them is direct, uh, direct ministry with um, uh, kids who are up for adoption. It is painting chapels that need to be painted. It's, I mean, we do all kinds of incredible work. And um, I always wish I could just package it for parents that they could see one day in Tucson because we see our kids in the most spectacular light that we get to see them in all year because they get to be independent. They are doing something that's like in their core. They're doing um, hard work, a lot of times labor intensive work that as a parent, you're like, Oh, I couldn't even get you to unload the dishwasher, but you can do this. You know, you could do <laughs> this amazing thing. So it's it's a really special time. It's also an opportunity for them to open their eyes a lot wider. You know, being in North County, and I sort of call it like the Frappuccino life. We live a cozy life here. We're super blessed to have that. But exposure to God's people in other spaces um, is incredible and so we are so thankful to offer that opportunity to them the worship is off the chain at night with the kids and it's truly transformative it's wild it's it's pretty wild i mean that's just i i describe everything in the middle school as wild well <laughs> it's so. it's wild 2.0 <laughs> we come back pretty tired um but it's very very special so um yeah that's tucson it's truly faith in action yeah. And that, that's what it all that, that's what it's all about. And these kids have never experienced anything like it. Yeah. Um, and, and they truly come home transformed. And I would argue to say the adults come back just just yeah. as transformed. And I'll it's, second yeah. that from talking and, with them. And they, the seniors yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I remember hearing back from many parents of the seniors because they were in my, my son's class just saying that the, this experience really changed, you know, my daughter and my son's life yeah. and that they didn't want to come home from Tucson. Yeah. You know, yeah. they weren't they weren't in four star right. hotels, totally. you know, yeah. um, but that's it, it may have set the, the rest of, of this young lady's life mm-hmm. yeah. um, having had that experience, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. That's pretty neat. I think our seniors are such an important part of it. And it, it was an ad um, a couple of years ago. Three, um, four, maybe. I think it might be five or six years ago. It's now. already yeah. getting that far out. Uh, it, you know, we 
we really don't have the power as adults, but the mentorship of our older kids to our younger kids is really the most spectacular piece. And they, we think we get our kids, but we don't, we're like, we're getting older, (laughs) oldish. And the seniors do, they get it. And so having them in the vans, bombing around um, Tucson, seeing them work through relationship things that happen while we're, you know, there's all these internal things that, that um, have a growth opportunity while we're there as kids are working side by side and sleeping side by side and our seniors enter into that in a really special way so that has been an incredible piece we really could not do the trip in the same way without our senior kids yeah I think what's cool for me to see um because I've never been on the Tucson trip Um, well you're welcome March 20 yeah 20 19th Please uh, well, mark your calendar. It, I did you get heard to go to here. DC last year, which of course, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the more traditional eighth sure. grade experience. That DC trip sure. which was awesome, which I had, mm-hmm. an, which it, I sure had is, a, yeah. it was so much fun. I mean, it was they just jam packed that schedule. Like, I, I will say that unbelievable. Oh, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's nine thirty, and we're assuming we're going back to the hotel, oh. and the the tour company's like. Gosh, we could probably swing by Iwo Jima for 15 yeah. minutes if we get <laughs> just like, wow. All right. We're seeing it all, um, which is awesome. But I will say on the Tucson trip, those relationships last like yeah. between the seniors and the seventh graders to yeah. where four or five years later, mm-hmm. I have juniors and seniors that are talking mm-hmm. about the the senior that was there for them when they were on their seventh grade trip. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that whole really thing is, is pretty neat. Um, you guys also do some unique fun things in the middle school. Um, you know, various, uh, like spirit weeks. I should mention spirit week because it is technically a spirit week right now, but you also have, I know you have like a bunch of games, crazy, silly games that we you do. guys play at various times and, and it's just fun. School needs to be fun. And, yeah. you know, I mean, that's, that's really what it's all about. We want kids to want to come to school and they do generally yeah. speaking, mm-hmm. you know, we front load a lot of it. We, we normally would, uh, rent out the wave water park and have the kids all, you know, yep. we just take it over and they have a great time. We had, we had bad weather this, this time. Imagine that in the one day of the year, yeah. uh, of course it always hits, yeah. but, but really as much as possible, we want our students to, to sort of run the middle school and that's the leadership opportunity in creating Christ-like leaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have large groups of students, whether that's through student council or our, our chapel, chapel leadership team as well, um, that get together and plan a lot of different, you know, just fun events. And that mm-hmm. could be pancake day. Um, we had, uh, what did we have? Like Irish French toast day happened on St. Patrick's yeah, day. Right. So we called that our Irish French toast. Yeah, That's day. been a running joke for a couple uh, years. That was a good one. Yeah, it was good. Um, so you, that brings in the men of SFC to come and just, you know, I think, I think you guys learned some valuable lessons. If I remember about the pancakes and the French toast and make sure we drop them by your office. Yeah, that was, you know, I'm glad. I just want to make sure okay. that that has sunk in. <laughs> yeah. We, we got, we got the okay, message. Good. All right. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll bring you some. Yeah. Thank you. So, we do um, we do in the spring something called, uh, well, it's Community Day. That's the normal name for it. But it's, it's Shisha Bali Hoorah. Uh-huh. Of course it's it is. the girls. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have Babaruski. Yeah, and Babaruski is the yeah. boys. And it's totally crazy and weird and wonderful. And what Todd said about we want the middle school to be fun, that's part of the identity thing. When kids get into middle school, I think there's an automatic – like I, I suddenly need to be cool and none of the faculty, no offense to the fact, like we're just, we're not cool. Yeah. yeah none <laughs> taken by the way. Yeah, I mean, I well, in the upper school, school, no, school, upper school you guys are cool. Oh no, we're not, no, we're not cool either. In the but it's just school, great. Right? It's so school. wonderful to be able to show them they can still have a really fun time. Yeah. Um, and then 
I'm sort of metaphorical, but the fun is it roll. That's what rolls the window down for them, and then all the academics and the spiritual formation and mentorship comes in. If they're not having fun and they're not looking forward to school, window stays. I out. mean, what in the world? Yeah. I wouldn't want to work here. Yeah, would you? Uh, f- fun's important. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a big you know, piece yeah, of we're, who we we're are. still going to do. You know, we're still a school. We're still going to take sure. care of business and yeah. you know take care of take care of the academics and do well on map tests and everything else. Um, but, you know, what helps that is to make it a really enjoyable environment that, yeah. that kids want yeah. to come to and, frankly, that, that teachers want to come to. Yeah, and, and I, cu- I cut you off earlier because I was so focused on my own receiving French of toast. the French toast. But I you see. mentioned even parents, like, you know, the dads come in and, yes. and cook on those days and, and some of that community building, which they is do. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. They, they cook, like, mm-hmm. over over a 1,000 pancakes and a 1,000 pieces of French toast, and they have a great time, not yeah. to mention, you know, all they do for – for everybody cooking burgers for everybody and such so yeah, yeah. it's awesome it smells so good too <laughs> yeah, it, does. it smells like camp. it's very sticky though <laughs> yeah well you yeah. know I it's mean, middle school though. i mean it's yeah sticky. i mean as long as what sticks is that you deliver some to the high school i'm good with we that. got it oh okay. well and you're said. just downstairs so, now that's yeah. nice. um all right so you mentioned academics mm-hmm. that is obviously a key part of school as well yes. what is the goal academically in middle school specific to a subject or just in general I mean, in general like you know if you were hmm. if you were talking to a parent who's interested and in, in, i mean hmm. what are you hoping for a middle school student to gain by the time that they're done hmm. we want our kids to think critically you know, we want them to be able to analyze information, evaluate information, you know, problem solve creatively. Um, and that's that's what we want for our kids. It's not about content anymore. Yes, you know, there's there's some some things that kids, everybody needs to know in terms of content. But the reality is in most of their pockets is this magic box, right? Um, that's going to that's gonna give them the answer to, to any question that they want, but it won't give them the skills in order to, to analyze and think critically. And yeah. that, that's what I want more than anything else through middle school, is for them to go into high school prepared and ready to think, yeah. um, not just memorize. Yeah, mm-hmm. point of clarification, in the middle school, those things should not be in their pockets. Because <laughs> this is true. Point. We do, we, it, correct me if I'm wrong, it's no phones allowed during the school day in the middle school, correct? No phones allowed during okay. the school day in the middle school. That is correct. Which so I think, it should be in the locker. Yeah, but which I think a lot of our parents and even some of our students actually appreciate. Yeah. We, we made that decision about uh, maybe six years yeah. ago okay. or so, yeah. and um, I, I honestly believe it was the best decision that was made. Um, in, in my tenure here, it, it got kids, it got kids off of their phones. It got them playing. It got them talking. Um, I had in two weeks after that, I remember Andre Soha came up to me and said, Dr. Vo, I have to say, thank you. And I'm like, for what Andre? He's like, for, for, uh, getting rid of the phones. This is great. All my friends were playing, were talking, and I was just like, wow, that, that out of the mouth of an yeah. eighth grade boy right. and, was just shocking to me. Not to mention what I've heard from parents and, and teachers mm-hmm. alike. It's um, it's just not necessary in school. Um, so uh, i really pleased with that decision, and yeah. it's had great a great effect. And he's in our upper school now. I can't wait to tell him he's become the face <laughs> of no phones at Santa Fe. He's yeah, in the middle school. Yeah, yeah. And, and I heard he wants to do that in high school. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to ask him about that. (laughs) Uh, um, Okay. Also, we were talking about academics. Yes. Um, What else? What are some of the other academic goals? I mean, Todd really touched on the most important one, which is that our kids, they're learning how to think. Yeah. So they're becoming better readers, better writers, um, hopefully better listeners, which is 
you know, a really important skill in our current culture to yeah. be a good listener. Um, just just a better overall thinker. And I, for them, with, with social media, TikTok, little blips of, of information that's coming, there's more and more of a need for them to be able to look at something and think critically about it. Yeah. And so our teachers are aware of that changing landscape. Um, it's a hard one to catch, but you know, trying to help our kids be good stewards online with their thinking as well, since we do, you know, we Google everything instead of going to encyclopedias, yeah. like, well, at least when I was in school. Um, What's so, an encyclopedia? Yeah, <laughs> it's this archaic I'm book kidding. that is in <laughs> someone's attic too. somewhere. I'm not that young anymore, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really, kids, I think, that um, get excited about, it doesn't have to be every subject, but maybe they're lit up about a particular subject, or they're growing in different subjects, they're seeing... Um, in our school, it's obviously critically important that they are seeing God's design and intention in the different subjects that they're experiencing at Santa Fe. Um, that's a distinctive to experience science. Um, I remember uh, when my daughter was in sixth grade at a different school, and the way that um, creation and evolution were discussed in class, she was it was a struggle. It wasn't very balanced, I'll put it that way. And yeah. so for us in the middle school to begin to show... Um, God's intelligent design through the curriculum is a really, really critical and crucial piece of who we are in the middle school. And it's really important to track back to what we shared with identity formation, um, because seeing how, how God is reflecting in you, reflecting in your academics, reflect, you know, it's all, it's all the whole self. And so we're able to speak to that in the middle school, which is super exciting. I I would add, um, you know, that we are a middle school. Um, that that name is is, is intentional. Uh, we are not a junior high. Yeah. Um, and yeah. people use that interchangeably mm-hmm. as if yeah. it's the same. It's not. Uh, middle school is is a really unique time um, in the kids' development and preparation for high school. So I'd say another goal, academic mm-hmm. goal of ours, is to basically give a lot of introduction. Yeah. To for the high school. So a lot of the things that we do are very intentional and by design. We have broadcast. Well, that is in preparation for broadcast in high school. Right. We have um, a lot of our electives. You know, if you just, I mean, the, the marketing, entrepreneurship, and uh, personal finance that I mentioned is actually a preparation for Senior Business Week. Right, yeah. Um, so a lot of what we do is designed to introduce things that are later going to be mastered. Life science is an introduction to biology. Right. Yeah. You know, that's that's just that's what it is in our physical science and chemistry introduction for high school. So um, while it's not uh, it's not a junior high, um, it, it is in a lot of ways an introduction to a lot of the coursework that they're going to see later. Yeah. And amazing in its own right. You know how students sometimes say, well, all you say is this is for the next step or yeah. you're preparing me right. for the next grade. Sure. And we are. And that's intentional. And then it's also fantastic. Right where it is. Right. For They're not them. exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It can be both. Yeah. So I noticed something too. I mean, you, you know, you, you mentioned being this middle step and you, you really are like academically, I would say students in the lower school, parents super involved in, you know, a lot of the work or the, the checking the grades, managing kind of the day to day. And then when they get to us freshman year, you know, mm-hmm. our assumption is that kids are managing their own school. Mm -hmm. So you have the joy of a lot of those types of transitional things. Mm -hmm. What is that like? And honestly, how do you support parents on that? I mean, I I feel like you you get so many 
questions on both ends of that spectrum of like, how involved am I supposed to be? And yeah. when do I let my kid? I mean, what are some of the ways that, that you guys get to come alongside parents in that in that transition? Yeah, we, we just had a sixth grade coffee and, and in it, um, I talked a little bit about JH Ranch mm -hmm. and, and one of the philosophies that they have, I think is, is really, uh, really well done and well thought of um, developmentally for parents, uh, how to parent, right? So, you know, through the elementary years, uh, the parent needs to really be the cop, so to speak, really to, to keep them safe, you know, to protect and serve, right? That's, that's yeah. sort of their role. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when they start to get into middle school, that transitions. Um, you're no longer a cop, you need to start becoming a coach coming alongside the child, um, giving that tough love when it's needed, but really encouraging them along the way and giving them as much leash as they can handle. Because there's one sixth grade boy who doesn't need a, a, a leash yeah. and another sixth grade boy who still needs one, still needs one yeah. you know, gripped. So that transition <laughs> from cop for a parent, from a cop to a coach is really important during middle school. And some of them aren't ready for it until seventh or eighth yeah. grade, right? And that's normal and natural. All kids are going to be different. When they get into high school and beyond, it, it switches more toward being a consultant. Yeah. Um, and that's where I am right now with my own kids, with a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old. Um, you know, they don't receive coaching too well. But, you know, when they have something that they need, they'll come to me. Yeah. And that's that's my goal is to be that the best consultant I can be. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of where we are. But with, with middle school, it's that transition from cop to coach that is sometimes the biggest challenge for parents because they're just not ready. Yeah. They may not be ready for it yet, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Um, but we're here to help coach them on how to be a coach. Yeah. So Christy, you have a really, I think a really unique experience to share too, because not only through your time here as an employee, but you, you worked in public schools for a long time. Your kids were in public schools. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think I know a little bit of the story. Like mm -hmm. it, you weren't always on the private Christian school train. I mean, True. what was that transition like and, and, you know, what brought that about and what have you kind of learned through that? Thank you. Um, so when, when my oldest came for, um, came to the upper school, um, a lot of thoughts going through my mind because I never want to be disrespectful to public school. I think it's such an important place. hundred percent. Taught in public school for yeah. a long time. And we walked across the street to our amazing little elementary school for six years with each of our kids. And I'm so grateful for those yeah. years. Um, what the distinctive for me when I brought the, my oldest son here, um, is it's kind of at the same time I started working in a small capacity in the middle school. And um, when you work in a middle school, you get to see behind the scenes. So I know the forward-facing part of Santa Fe was attractive, and um, and I, I liked it. But I I just was kind of a public school person. And so when I uh, spent some time with Dr. Devoe and at the time Michelle Glenn, and then I was in the faculty lounge or workroom, and I began to see behind the scenes. I could not wait to figure out how to get my middle school kits. So I had mm. two more coming through um, over here, and. And really, the the difference was the the faculty. Um, they the conversations that you hear in the faculty workroom speak a lot to the heart of the school, and the conversations that I heard and the prayers that I heard were incredible. Um, the The thing that resonated with me was um, this this idea of what's I've shared this with Todd too. What's best for kids? 
that was the essence of the middle school, what's best for kids. And that showed up in the classroom, that showed up on retreat, that showed up with Shisha Ballyhoo and Baba Ruski. And I continue to see it, and not just in the fun. I mean, it, it shows up in the everyday. It shows yeah. up in the conversations in the faculty workroom, which is, speaks a lot to a teacher's heart. That's where you that's where you know the stuff. Yeah. And the stuff was good. And, um, and then watching our faculty through COVID, honestly, the, the no quit grit and determination to love kids on camera and through um, online platforms. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And when I compared that to what I saw happening in my neighborhood, again, not a disrespect to other institutions, but with Santa Fe, the people that we could have imploded and instead we we were able to stay connected to the best of our ability with our students and and so so and I've kind of bunny trailed off but I think the point is that the essence is what I saw in that little space with my little part-time position um, I experienced in huge magnitude through COVID and continue to see every day as our teachers I mean, they all just were at Catalina Island. They all have little kids and they have families. And what's best for kids is to get out of Dodge and have an experience with the Lord that's outside of this place. Mm -hmm. And so they sacrifice their homes and their schedules and their lesson plans to do that because it's what's best for kids. So for me, that that is why I couldn't wait to get my others here. And, and quite frankly, wished I had done it a bit sooner. Um, so that's kind of my journey. Yeah, my, my wife and I had always said that, you know, if, if we couldn't afford or couldn't make it happen to go to a private school, Christian school, for elementary school, I suppose we can we can make that happen or allow that to happen. But when it comes to middle school, it's non-negotiable. Um, mm -hmm. we, we always felt that for middle school, our kids need to be in um, a safe Christian environment while they develop who they are. And we're, we're blessed to be able to do that, so fortunately. But, you know, with middle school teachers, you can't phone it in. You, you can't pretend <laughs> to be a middle school teacher. Yeah, you, so true. You either are yeah. or you're not. And we are just blessed to have a team yeah. that is just second to none. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I'm in. not. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, and, and but that's it's and just kind of, but it's kind of yeah. neat around here of yeah. like, like your teachers are just amazing people. Mm -hmm. They and are. They, they can connect with those kids in ways that I, frankly, I couldn't, you know, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty special to see. So they can, and they want to. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They, our kids get to be known in yeah. the middle school and that's, that's not always the case in larger, larger or maybe less intentional places. So I don't know. Our faculty is they're my favorite people. No offense, Mike, you're, you're on the list too. Oh, uh, listen, hey, no, no offense they taken. Are, and Don, you're on the list. <laughs> Todd, you're on the list. They are amazing people and they do such incredible work every day. So. so one of the big pieces of transition academically, I think, is around homework. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, lower school homework is very different from upper school homework, right? And once again, you're, you're kind of in this middle transitionary period. But why don't you talk a little bit about, because I know you have some personal experience with this idea of homework. I do. And uh, why don't you tell us a little about that? Yeah, my, my dissertation was actually on best homework practices. So yeah, I have a little bit of experience with it. But homework is homework's not necessarily a horrible thing, um, but it sure can be, uh, if not done 
well. And so homework, it, it needs to be meaningful, it needs to be relevant, and it needs to be appropriate, meaning the amount of time. So, I mean, any, any homework that kids are doing at any age group, okay, is going to interfere with, with home time and family time. We, we need our kids to be spending time with their family. They are the primary educators of the kids. Mm-hmm. So um, whatever homework we give had best be uh, as, as meaningful um, and relevant as possible. So, you know, in, in the middle school anyway, we shoot for about an hour in sixth grade, about 60 minutes, about 10 minutes per grade level. So about 60 minutes, 70, and then 80 maybe in eighth grade. Um, but more importantly, it's what the homework is. Um, and it's certainly not busy work, and it, it's not just taking away from family time. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. Well, you two are so uniquely gifted at what you do. We are really blessed to have you. Speaking as someone in the upper school, I am really blessed to have you because, um, you know, when the kids come to us after three years of you, they're ready. And so super grateful. And thank you just for all you're doing to, to pour into our kids and our community. Our pleasure. Can't wait to have the little Sicilianos. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, we got a up. few years. I can wait. I can wait for them for middle school a little bit. Don't yeah, rush be, me, I'm Christy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Be, be patient. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, well, thank you guys. And thanks to those of you who are listening or watching us. If it's your first time, we do have other episodes available of our Eagle Perspective podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, the video podcasts on YouTube, or anywhere else that podcasts are available. We look forward to seeing you back again soon. 